Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Ken Apsok and this is Daily Thrones and HBO has released titles and descriptions for the first three episodes of season seven. Of course, starting on July 16th, these are official and not much given, which is what I like. But let's talk. Let's speculate. Here we go. The first episode, the 61st in the series, is titled Dragonstone. Jeremy Podessa is back to direct. He is a regular Benioff and Weiss. They are the writers. John organizes the defense of the North. Cersei tries to even the odds, and Daenerys comes home. I think this is pretty clear what we got. Now, we keep talking about will Daenerys be intercepted in the waters uh, before she gets home to Dragonstone. I still think that's possible. It's not like she's going to sail, land, celebrate, and then start working. I can see some obstacles in her path, and maybe getting home means that just uh, that much more. Uh, Cersei trying to even the odds. I think that's got to be some of the things we've seen in trailers already of talking about being surrounded by their enemies. Things, uh, even though she's in power, don't necessarily look good. So could she be reaching out, form some alliances? Could Euron be that alliance? It starts here. And John organizing the defense of the North makes sense. Him still trying to rally everybody, talking about the coming threat, the Night King and his armies coming down defending the wall can they do it again i can see uh john just this kind of uh time trying to uh, get everyone on his side and in his path this is not about him though traveling down to dragonstone or any of those things i think this is just the beginning so what do you guys think about this episode i still think Danny is not just going to waltz on into Dragonstone. There's still be, there will be something in her path, whether that's Euron or not. I can't see the episode just ending with her sailing easily into the bay, landing on the shore, and being like, guess what? I'm home. And I do like this idea of Cersei knowing she's in trouble and having to find a way to even the odds. What do you guys think about this episode description? Let me know here on Daily Thrones. All right, guys, we're still looking at the titles and descriptions of the first three episodes of the season. And we have episode 62 in the series titled Stormborn. Oh, Daenerys Stormborn. This should be a good one. Brian Cogman is the writer. He does a lot of, he's an executive producer and handles a lot of things that are really book heavy or tie in the stuff of the books. He's, uh, for lack of a better term, the show's book expert. And uh, the director is Mark Malode, I believe a newcomer. I'm not that great with the directors. Maybe he has directed before. I apologize if he has. The episode description is simple. Danny receives an unexpected visitor. John faces a revolt and Tyrion plans a conquest of Westeros. Now, how does this tie into Stormborn and who Daenerys is? I think this is her settled back home in Drag- Dragonstone and kind of realizing, hey, 
I'm here, this is real, and I am Daenerys Stormborn. This is my realm to claim, and Tyrion is going to be the one to plan that, because he does know Westeros very well, and he should be in his element. He successfully planned the defense of the Blackwater uh, battle. Uh, we, he successfully made the latrines work better at Casterly Rock. This has got to be something. Now, could this be tying into the shots we've seen of what looks like the Unsullied at Casterly Rock? Maybe it starts here, or maybe it's him just planning that. We'll find out. John faces a revolt. I think this is tied to Littlefinger and Sansa, that the revolt comes from the inside. The revolt comes from his, his, his small council, so to speak, of the people he trusts. Whether or not Sansa completely falls for Littlefinger's plans, maybe this is what uh, the beginning of it, or maybe Sansa has a change of heart later. I think that's what it is more than his troops revolting or uh, the Wildings free folk turning against him. I think this is going to be about this Littlefinger plot or the idea of Littlefinger plotting against Jon by using Sansa. And Danny receiving an unexpected visitor. Could that be Jorah? Could that be Euron? Could that be Jon Snow himself maybe coming on down to Dragonstone to talk about their future? What do you guys think about this episode, Stormborn? Let me know right here on Daily Thrones. All right, guys, we're continuing the discussion on the episode titles and descriptions for Season 7, the first three released. The 63rd episode in the series, third of the season, will be written by Benioff and Weiss, or has been written by Benioff and Weiss, director Mark Malloyd again, coming back from the second episode, which is what they do often. The directors are paired up, uh, though Jeremy Podessa just gets uh, episode one. Uh, maybe he'll come back for more. I don't have the director list in front of me. Anyways, the description is Daenerys holds court, Cersei returns a gift, and Jamie learns from his mistakes. I love this description because now we're starting to get into the nitty-gritty. I think with episode one being uh, Dragonstone, Danny returning home, episode two being Stormborn, and Danny receiving a visitor, and Tyrion planning the conquest of Westeros, I think this episode, the Queen's Justice, which could also tie to Daenerys just as much as Cersei, she is ready to take over the Seven Kingdoms, but this unexpected visitor or visitors, it could be Jorah, uh, I like the idea that it maybe this is John Davos and Melisandre coming down, or maybe it's must just Melisandre. Will Daenerys decide at this point to help the realm or take it for herself? That is interesting to me. Cersei returning a gift, what could that gift be? Could it be the head of some foe? Could it be uh, a return of uh, vengeance and revenge and justice? Uh, a lot of things going to be going on with her, but what is the most interesting is Jamie learning from his mistakes. This has to be about him and Cersei and everything in his past what he has learned from being on the road with Brienne, what he's learned about returning to King's Landing and seeing what Cersei has become. This will be a lot about the interplay between Cersei and Jaime, and that is exciting. So what do you guys think of this episode and the previous two? Let me know. Colin here to the station on Anchor, and we'll talk Game of Thrones with you guys here on Daily Thrones. Hey, Daily Thrones fans, it's Ken. I'm back. We've been talking about these titles, these descriptions for the first three episodes of Season 7. Special treat, my Collider Thrones Talk co-host, Rachel Cushing, also my team partner in the Movie Trivia Schmodown's uh, uh, team competition in the Nerds Watch. Rachel, you're here. You have some ideas. 
I do. I actually just got out of a movie, didn't even know these dropped. You told me, and I just spent the last 20 minutes digging in. Breaking news. Absolutely. I love that, for the most part, this looks very Danny-centric. I mean, all three titles. I mean, Dragonstone, Stormborn, The Queen's Justice could mean Danny, could mean Cersei. I definitely yeah. get that. But I think we're hitting Danny really strong. She's landing on Dragonstone. That moment's going to be epic. Uh, her and Tyrion are planning. I think this is going to be where some of that those casterly rock rumors come Absolutely, into play. Absolutely, yeah. I think Tyrion's going to suggest that as a good move for them to make in their campaign to take over Westeros. Um, I'm sure you've already mentioned this, but the Cersei Returns a Gift is definitely the most interesting blurb I, from the three episodes. I can't put a finger on what that might be. I still think it's something... It's like a head in the box. It's not something nice. She's not returning like oh, a no, Faberge no. egg. Yeah. Definitely not. But we've talked about how she's on her revenge tour. And granted, she took out most of her enemies in one spectacular wildfire right. explosion. But the one set of enemies she didn't take out was Ilaria and the Sand Snakes. Yeah. Now, I was, I was racking my brain for when did she get a gift. And the last one I can remember is when she got the statue of the viper with Marcella's necklace in it and it just makes me think that she's going to have some sort of plan to get back at Ilaria and the Sand Snakes for killing her daughter and it could be sending an assassin of her own to try to even the odds take out somebody down there so Mm -hmm. I, I kind of that was where my head went with the gift and with her Revenge being her prime motivation this season, is that maybe a direction she'll look in? I'm totally behind you on that. I I, I think uh, something with Dorn. Dorn's not going to go unpunished, or at least the Sand no, Snakes and Alaria with Cersei. She she remembers. And the description for episode one is she evens the odds, and yes. like we know that that most likely means an alliance of some kind with Euron, right. but. Evening the odds also means taking out some of your enemies. That's true, too. And if she can take out some of the Dorn uh, piece of Danny's alliance, then yep. they might be less effective when um, you know yep. the the invasion begins. When it comes so, down to yeah. this, uh, Danny seems to be la- landing on Dragonstone early, and I've been talking about this, and you've been talking about it. About what are we uh, ha- what are we expecting from that? I mean, at a hugely emotional moment more than anything else. I, like you, didn't think it was going to happen in episode one. I mean, we talked about, like, Euron attacking her at sea, possibly losing ships at sea before she gets there. So I don't know exactly what's going to happen there, but the the emotion of the moment, the epicness of her finally landing on Westeros and the fact that she's going to land in the place that she was born, she's stormborn, she was born on Dragonstone, and that this is the first step in taking over Westeros. So, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, I guess, more in the thematic and the emotional yeah. side of things, what the exactly is going to happen plot-wise, and I'm very interesting. I'm with you in that something should happen. She shouldn't land yeah. too easily. Too easily. That'd be, <laughs> no, but, you know, sometimes the plot is so predictable that it's unpredictable. And we have seven episodes, and granted, yeah. we're hearing they're going to be very long, but they're going to be boom, boom, boom. I fast, mean, John faces a revolt in episode two, right. so that that's quick. Well, let's talk about that in the time minute we have left here. We got Jamie learning some lessons. We got a revolt for Jon Snow to deal with. I mean, it, it's got to be Peter stirring shit up. I mean, it's got to be little it, It's got to be. We saw that that brief moment of Jon pushing Peter up against the wall and what looks like the um, crypts at Winterfell from mm-hmm. the trailer. So he might be aware that it's Peter. I'm curious to see who Peter's recruiting aside from Sansa. I mean, right. a revolt implies other people. So are there some people who are on Sansa's and Peter's side? Who are they compared to who are Jon's men? Because Jon's going to be focused on the walkers. Yeah. And Sansa might be like, hello, there's other things we 
you need to be dealing with. She might have some lords and lady of the veil, the knights yeah. of the veil behind her. Who knows? Yeah, Who knows? Exactly. And then Jamie learning a lesson. What do you got? It's it's got to be the culmination of his journey, and the lesson is that his sister is not who he thought right. she was and she's gone full Aries and he saw that at the end of last season and I don't think her revenge tour is over and I think he's going to see that so he's going to have to figure out how to deal with her in ways that he's never had to before right. he's always turned a blind eye to this stuff absolutely and Jamie's going to be in some fields of fire maybe literally and figuratively guys that's what Rachel thinks you know what I think what do you guys think calling the station here and let's talk these first three episodes of Game of Thrones we are about a week away